T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Good day and welcome. We are glad you are with us. Thanks uh, so much for hanging out with us today. The Bill Michael Show on a Wednesday, beautiful Wednesday. The clouds have kind of parted, got a little bit warmer today. So uh, if you got yard work in mind, today might be one of the days you want to get it done. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Quick Trip. And Quick Trip, remember, when you say what's for dinner, they've got a lot of different things for dinner, just like mom would make. Uh, they've got everything from chicken alfredo to turkey, potatoes, gravy, beef stroganoff, you name it. Take it out, heat and eat. It's good to go. That is from our friends at Quick Trip. And don't forget to use your Quick Rewards card. From the Locked On Packers podcast, our uh, friend Peter Bukowski is uh, now joining us on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline. You can find him uh, on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Peter, how you doing, man? I'm good, Bill. How are you? We're doing well. So uh, let me ask you first and foremost, the game this past weekend did this, in your mind, put the Packers back on track and the game against the Buccaneers was an anomaly, as Aaron Rodgers had kind of stated, or do you just uh, feel that they did what they were supposed to do, beat up on a bad team, and, and you know now you just kind of wait and see how the rest of the season plays out? I mean, can it be both? I, I think we, sure. can, we, we can say, hey, look, you know, the, the Texans were a, a team whose season was over, but they're still a dangerous team, and they showed that last week against the Titans. Uh, they took that team to overtime, came back after being down 14 nothing. They didn't, they didn't quit. And, and Deshaun Watson is still a very dangerous player. They've got a deep group of receivers. That offense is still really good. We've seen the Packers, and we see teams every year lose games just like this, right? You, you, you go in, you underestimate an opponent that has a, a scary offense, and that scary offense comes back to bite you. I, I think the reason that it is most heartening to me as I look at this team is defensively, they played much better and, and not just much better relative to Tampa, but just, just much crisper than we've seen them play. They tackled extremely well. The pass rush got going a little bit. Preston Smith played his best game of the season. This is the version of the team that can, that can beat you on both sides of the ball that can be a potentially championship caliber team. We know the offense is good. So, so lighting up the Texans for 35, eh, 
maybe not that impressive, but the defense holding a top 10 offense, you know, to, to 20 points. And, and really it was seven points through three quarters. I think that's the part that you have to be, you have to be really impressed by. The defense. Now there's so much talk about, about trades and such, and about if the Packers will go out and make a deal defensively speaking, do you feel they need to go make a deal? You know, if there's something out there, you know, on the on the defensive line, maybe it's something you consider. There, there has been some uh, reporting that the Patriots are, are willing to make Stephon Gilmore available. If that's something that's on the table and the Packers have made deals, a ton of draft day deals with the Patriots in the past, so presumably they have a good working relationship. I mean, that's something that I think you you absolutely explore. The money this year is not prohibitive. It's not prohibitive next year. In fact, he's under contract in 2021 at a very reasonable number so that's something that I think would be very intriguing but in terms of need no I don't think they need to make a deal on defense they have the talent that talent bill just has to play better and and on Sunday we finally saw them do that so um when you talk about the talent playing better I mean I know that there's some guys that are banged up so that's that's the first thing you get Darnell Savage to back you get Kevin King back Kirksey eventually comes back. I mean, you you get some of those guys back, and you're back at full strength. Okay, I understand that. Do you feel that they need a rotation of bigger guys up front if you go after a defensive lineman? We just saw Carlos Dunlap go to the Seahawks. That's the second player the Seahawks have picked up trying to bolster their defense. Do you think that with you look at teams like like Baltimore, Kansas City picking up Le'Veon Bell, I mean, anybody that's right now near the top is trying to do anything and everything they can just to give themselves an edge as the Packers sit there. Do you feel that the Packers are missing the boat on this? Well, we have to know what, what, what is available to them. I don't know that, that we've seen someone make a move where I thought, oh, yeah, Green Bay definitely should have done that. Um, you know, you, you think about the moves that were made at the deadline last year, a second-round pick for Mohamed Sanu. That looks like a terrible deal for the Patriots. Uh, the, the Emmanuel Sanders deal was a third, and what ended up being – I believe a fifth. Well, they got half a season from Emmanuel Sanders who didn't materially impact their team. And then he walked in free agency. So was that a great deal? I don't, it's why this is always a struggle for me because we, we don't know what is available to them until after these deals go through. Uh, but uh, from what I've been told, uh, they've been, they've been working on it. They've been calling um, the, the reporting yesterday around their interest in Zach Ertz is real. Um, they made calls. They reached out um, before he got put on IR. So obviously that deal is, is any deal there is potentially dead. So they're always going to be out there trying to, to make this work. I think there are certainly players that, that you can point to, uh, you know, potentially on the, on the Texans uh, that, that could make this team better. The Will Fuller deal is, is one that if, if they're willing to move on from him, this is the last year of his deal. I think fits this this offense perfectly in Green Bay, and then everyone, of course, is talking about J.J. Watt and his unhappiness in Houston. Um, that's a deal that I would absolutely make in Green Bay, and and potentially overpay for J.J. just because of what he means to the state, um, and and what a story it would be if J.J. Watt comes home to Wisconsin to win a Super Bowl in the green and gold. Yeah, no doubt about it. I completely agree with you. I know some people say, well, he's washed up, he's over the hill, but it also depends on how you use him. He's still a force to be reckoned with. He's still a guy you got to pay attention to. He's a rotate. He could be a rotational guy as well. He doesn't have to play every down. Uh, we're talking with Peter Bukowski, Locked On Packers podcast. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had, uh, and it's going to be interesting. He's going to meet with the media today, but it said. 
well, the the questions weren't good, and that was one of the reasons he was a little bit surly <laughs> last week. I look, uh, I I get it. I think we've all been there where questions get asked, and you kind of put your you know hand in on your head, and you kind of go, okay, why are you asking that? You know, that's that's kind of weak. But for the most part, Aaron has always been relatively cordial and always given some deep philosophical answers to many different questions. Uh, yeah. Do you feel like last week, the way he played in this game, the way he went to Devontae Adams, the the crispness with which he played as well, that this was one of those games where he was coming out kind of, I don't want to say with a vengeance, but there was, there was a point to prove, it seemed like, against the Houston Texans. I think he's played this whole season like he has a point to prove. And not in a not in a way that hurts his team, which is the great part. He's playing within the structure of the offense. And we saw it again against Houston. There, there are so many chances that Matt LaFleur gives him in this offense, whether it's built into the play and you get Devontae Adams on crossing routes and, and you create all kinds of problems for the defense, or you give him the freedom at the line of scrimmage. He said yesterday, Rodgers did on the Pat McAfee show, that the touchdown to Adams was an adjustment that they had talked about a month before. Hey, if we get this coverage against this formation, we're going to check it to this. And they, they got the look. You know, we talked about all the time the, the, the connection between Rodgers and Jordy Nelson, right, this ESP that they have. Well, it's not just ESP. It's work and study. And the, the, the relationship they've developed, uh, I think, has really helped catapult them forward. I always laugh when there's this insinuation that, oh, the focus on Devontae Adams is a detriment to this offense. Well, it wasn't on Sunday, Bill. And it turns out that getting the ball to your best player – is usually a really good idea. No one complained last year when Michael Thomas set the record for receiving that the Saints were throwing it too much to him. So I think Devontae Adams deserves to be in that conversation, and, and he is as big a reason as any that Rodgers has been able to play at the level we've seen him play this year. Uh, talking about the run game, Jamal Williams. Now I know, look, Aaron Jones has been tremendous. The fact that he's been so much better, a blocker and blitz pickup and such, uh, all we, dating back to last year and the fact that he really worked on his receiving last year and has become a really solid receiver out of the backfield. Obviously, he's made money for himself, but Jamal Williams has too. Do you keep? Do you, are, do you think you're able to keep both of those guys? I think, unfortunately, the reality is unless they're unless they're going to make some sort of like Markeith Morris deal where the brothers got their basically got their contract together, um, I, I just don't I don't see how you can make the money work. Um, Jamal Williams has played well enough to be a starting running back in the league. And so if they're only going to keep one of them, then you have to, you have to raise the question about value. If, if Aaron Jones wants 14, 15, 16 million, well, that's a lot of money. Jamal Williams could get six, seven, eight million in free agency as well. If someone wants to make him a starting running back, we might be looking at a situation next year because of the cap situation with COVID and, and the low number where they they decide they can't afford to bring either running back back for 2021. Uh, and then before I let you go, defensively speaking, you're going to have numerous guys coming up, Kevin King being one of these guys. Obviously got some linemen coming up as well, Corey Lindsley uh, on the offensive side. But, you know, I, I guess the question becomes you want to fit everybody else in. And, and David Bakhtiari threw wrinkles and waves out there when he said, look, if you really want to keep us, you can figure out a way to keep us. Look at what Kansas City did this offseason. So do you think that the majority of these guys that are there are retained, or do you think the Packers play the cautious role and start letting guys walk? Because you only have so many guys in the stable to be able to fill in some of these spots, and you finally got you finally got a secondary that's really 
uh, a very, very solid secondary. You've been searching for this for a long, long time. Do you then let this start to deteriorate? Yeah, these are the these are the difficult decisions that are that are facing this team. The fact that that there's a lot of reporting around Aaron Jones and and the team and their negotiations, and not a lot around the, the negotiations with David Bakhtiari, I think, could be a message. And, and I don't mean a an, a message that the team is sending, but just a, a little foreshadowing of of how this could play out. Uh, the, the loss of Brian Bulaga was supposed to cripple this offensive line, or it was supposed to be a major problem. Billy Turner. You know, the gap between what fans think Billy Turner is and what Billy Turner has been is as stark as any player in football. Uh, He's been really good, was really good at left tackle. Uh, And I don't think it's crazy for this team to believe that with Billy Turner at left tackle and Rick Wagner at right tackle, maybe Elton Jenkins is the right tackle of the future, that they can make do without paying David Bakhtiari this top-of-market contract. But then it's almost like, okay, well, then who are you going to pay? Because if it's not David Bakhtiari, you need to allocate these resources in a way that makes sense. Kevin King is not healthy again. So how can you trust that he's going to be there? And I, Frankly, I think Josh Jackson has been just as good, if not better, the last two weeks compared to what we've seen from King at least just this year. And then, you know, Corey Lindsley is an, an aging interior offensive lineman. Green Bay tends not to pay those guys. So then who do they pay? It seems like they're going to pay David Bakhtiari um, and try and figure out a way to keep Aaron Jones. That seems like the most likely scenario, but there's a lot that they have to figure out. And, and maybe it means getting a, a deal done with Devontae Adams, lowering his base salary in, in 2021. I mean, the deal Kenny Clark signed, I think his base is something like a million dollars next year, simply because this cap, this cap ceiling could be a major problem for teams. Yeah, no doubt about it. Peter, good stuff as always. We'll touch base down the road. Okay. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. Peter Bukowski, he is of the Locked On Packers podcast. You can find him on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski, B-U-K-O-W-S-K-I. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Schneider hiring drivers right now. You're working hard, and they're treating you fair. That's the way they've been doing it. 85-plus years. 85-plus years. If you're looking for a team, you're looking for a new job, looking for a great opportunity, or maybe to switch careers. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Van Horn Automotive. Four different times now I have gone to Van Horn. Four different times I've walked away with a new vehicle and absolutely love the experience, the way I'm treated, the people I work with, the price I've gotten, uh, the service, the availability. It's it, The whole thing has been a, a tremendous experience. Go to uh, Just like I do, I mean, I go to – VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. You can go there. You can look for a new car. You can look for a used car. Many different makes and models. They have uh, dealerships all over the state of Wisconsin and over in Iowa as well. And they continue to grow. That's the best part about it. You can schedule your service there. But you can look for the car. You can trade in your car. At least get a good estimated value for your car and then take it in and let them take a peek. And by the way, everything in the dealership, all the CDC guidelines are followed. So feel safe when you walk through the door. And then don't forget, they're family-born and employee-owned, so everybody's got some skin in the game. But if you've got even, say, service, something you want to get done, fixed, repaired, whatever, don't put it off because you can't afford it. They're financing service as well. You can do all of this online simply by going to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. And see for yourself why I go there, uh, have gone there now four separate times. Well, finally it's happened after a long drought. We'll talk about it coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. 
get them girls loose. TJR. Loose. You get the world loose. Loose. You don't get money. Loose. Mr. Worldwide. But I do. I do. You don't get them girls loose. Loose. You don't get the world loose. Loose. You don't get money. But I do. We're back. How we're looking. Bill Michael show is on the air. The Biofuels Association reminding you that through the pandemic, look, we're trying to do everything local we possibly can, and helping out the farmers is a great way to do it because God knows they need us, right? Yes, they do. It's harvest season. Strong agricultural markets mean a strong economy for Wisconsin, the upper Midwest, and I'm here for my friends at the Biofuels Association talking about the farmers again. And according to the Department of Agriculture here in Wisconsin, 14.3 million acres of farmland. And that's just in Wisconsin, not over including Iowa, Minnesota, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, the whole upper Midwest. Okay, think about this. Right now they're out there harvesting in the fields, putting the corn into the trucks, sending it off to market. They rely on a strong price for the crops, and you can do your part to make sure that their work is rewarded. Renewable, sustainable, locally produced and refined corn ethanol. It's Wisconsin jobs and jobs all throughout here in our own backyard, the upper Midwest. Farmers, transporters, refinery workers, thousands and thousands and thousands of people rely upon it. So if you pull into, say, a quick trip, if you pull into, say, a Jets, and you look, and I did this yesterday. I looked on Let It 88. There it is. Okay. Go ahead, put that in your vehicle. If you've got a vehicle that's newer than 2001, you can do that. It's usually about a $0.05 cent different, too, uh, when it comes to the uh, – the, to the price, you get a little bit of a, uh, you know, less pain at the pump, we'll say. Or if you've got a flex fuel vehicle or an E85 vehicle, well, you know that. You can run E85 in it, and that does even better. So a good portion of the corn in Wisconsin, specifically grown for ethanol. Been talking about it. There's a lot of myths and misnomers out there. Go to abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. And don't miss this chance to be an advocate for all of our great farmers and our dairy land workers right here in our own backyard because uh, we, they need our help. They really, really do. Again, go to abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. Congratulations since, uh, what was it, since 1984? The Dodgers had been uh, without a championship, and they finally get it. And uh, then on top of that, which is uh, the most bizarre thing, middle of the game, Justin Turner, they come down, grab him. You've tested positive for COVID. So he's removed from the dugout, and uh, then they win the, uh, win the World Series, and then he comes running back out on the field, kissing the wife, the whole thing, you know. So, uh, he, which at that point in time, all of his teammates are like, ah, come on, come on, we don't care. Ah, we're good with that. But, uh, yeah, the Dodgers win the World Series. I was hoping Tampa Bay was going to come back and, and tie it up and we would have a game seven. I was looking forward to that, but. You know, congratulations to the Dodgers. Look, what this uh, does, uh, as many of you pointed out last night on Twitter, is emphasize the fact that, again, money wins a championship. As good as the Tampa Bay Rays were and as hard as they fought, um, you know, money won a championship. So, you know, it's, I guess, depressing. When you think about it, you know, when you look at some of the bigger payrolls in all of baseball, uh, the biggest payroll this year, or excuse me, uh, yeah, the the biggest payroll this year uh, was the uh, New York Yankees. The second biggest payroll was 
the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yankees were number one, Dodgers number two. Now, the Red Sox faltered miserably, but then you had the Astros, the Phillies, the Mets, the Cubs, the Giants, the Padres. You go on down from there, and you start to go, and you go, and you go, and you go, and you look. And at number 23, there's the Milwaukee Brewers. So, uh, you know, look, uh, the Brewers were were battling. You were hoping they were going to make it to the postseason and such. It just... uh, you know, when they get there, it's just it was a uh, it's a tough road to go. Um, but a team with the second highest payroll in all of baseball, they won a championship. So, by the way, the Tampa Bay Rays, the twenty eighth, twenty eighth out of thirty teams, they were twenty eighth. So it was good to see Tampa Bay get there. You know, it was good to see some of these teams on the rise. But when you look at some of the worst teams in baseball, the Royals. Um, well, the Indians were a team that was battling. The A's were a team that was battling. The Brewers were battling. Um, you know, the White Sox, they're 20th. You know, you kind of go up from there. But uh, it's it was a lot of people on Twitter last night saying, congratulations to the Dodgers, you bought yourself a championship. And we know that teams that win championships usually have bigger payrolls. So, uh, again, an indictment for the uh, the astronomical payroll and the disparity in Major League Baseball. Because I'm sure everybody was trying to root for the Tampa Bay Rays to say, unless of course you were say a Clayton Kershaw fan and wanting to see him finally, finally get uh, you know his his just reward, so to, so to speak. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. By the way, uh, a couple of things: breaking news out of the NFL. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks did send the outside linebacker B.J. Finney and a seventh round draft choice to the Bengals in exchange for their defensive end, who is very unhappy in Cincinnati, Carlos Dunlap. And that guy is a a pretty solid player. Uh, We saw him wreak havoc years ago against Aaron Rodgers and company. And in addition to that, in case uh, you did not know from earlier today, um, the the Houston Texans, a player has tested positive for COVID, uh, which you put your palm to your forehead and go, great, great. So you hope that nobody in the Packers organization tests positive. You're crossing your fingers there. Uh, the the Texans are on a bye week now. Uh, they're testing all the other players. They're closing the facility. But that breaking news was from Ian Rappaport a little bit earlier today. So a lot of breaking news today. We already announced that the uh, Wisconsin Badgers are shutting it down. Paul Christ, as uh, one of them, has tested positive. Numerous players have tested positive. So the game this weekend against Nebraska is not going to happen. So we got breaking news COVID-related all over the joint today. Unfortunately, all over the joint and some trade opportunities and trade news as well coming out of the NFL. By the way, all breaking news in the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network brought to you by Pennzoil. Made with natural gas, the proof is in the Pennzoil. Uh, so let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, Steve Palazzolo, senior analyst for Pro Football Focus. We'll talk with him about where he feels statistically the Packers need improvement. We'll get into that. We'll talk with him about Devontae Adams as well. You can follow him at PFF underscore Steve, at PFF underscore Steve. You can track him down there. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over at New Mail Medical. If you're feeling sluggish, you're feeling down, you got moody, brain fog, maybe you're not having the best of luck when it comes to a certain room of the house, if you know what I'm talking about, they can help you out. Or maybe you're looking at yourself in the mirror just like I did uh, months and months ago, and I said, you know what, time to shed some pounds. And I called them back up. I re-jump-started the All-in-One Weight Loss Program, and it has been fantastic, fantastic, feeling great. But you can't do anything if you don't call. I say it all the time. It's a free consultation. You can't do anything if you don't call. 
4451. That's 414-455-4451. That is the New Mail Medical Center. Give them a buzz. Tell them we sent you. One number for all the locations, 414-455-4451. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, up next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. We are glad you are here today. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. One of the great uh, people, Sean and the gang. I told you about that letter yesterday from some people extremely happy with the way they were treated by Sean. Go to Epoxy Flooring Done Right, another one of those uh, fine companies that help us with our Super Bowl coverage. And they'll do it again this year. Also, our friends at Sloppy Joe's, Joe and Ellen and everybody out there, Sloppy Joe's in Hubertus, on Hubertus. They have a terrific fish fry and just great people and did so much charitable work this year as well. So thanks to them also for being a part of the program. Steve Palazzolo, Senior Analyst at Pro Football Focus, uh, joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Steve, how you been? Doing great. Thanks for having me back. Glad to have you. So uh, we want to talk first and foremost about this Packers team. And just when you get into the statistical rankings of offense and defense and such and where teams are, I mean, I know it's tough because you have to go through the teams that they have played. But how good, I mean, how good we should we believe that this Packers team overall is? There seems to be a lot of uh, thought that, well, if they really play a good team like Tampa Bay, they're not going to win five out of ten times. Well, I mean, yeah, they've been aided a little bit by the schedule, but I've been impressed. You know, I think, you know, we spent all offseason, you know, myself included with you talking about no no weapons for Aaron Rodgers and how they built the team and all that stuff. But I think they've offset that a little bit by stylistically, you know, scheming it up a lot better than they did last year and using motion and all these different ways that they've been trying to win around the edges and essentially extracting that elite play back out of Aaron Rodgers again outside of the one game. So, um, I've been impressed with how they've, you know, what they've, how they've worked the roster, how they've used uh, players offensively, scheming them open. And of course, you have games like Devontae dominating, which also helps as well. Um, so offensively, they're better than expected. Defensively, I think they're like every other team in the NFL. There's like three good defenses, and the rest are, you know, week to week. Who the heck knows? So I think that's uh, a fair assessment. They've got an offense that can compete and a defense that you just know, don't know what you're going to get on a weekly basis. Devontae Adams, you'd mentioned him. We were talking about this earlier today. What does he have to do to be considered one of the best, if not the best, wideout in football? Now, I think DeAndre Hopkins is absolutely tremendous, and I think there's another level of wide receiver after that. I think Devontae kind of falls into that category. Where would you put him right now when you talk about some of the better receivers in the league? I mean, the way he's playing, he's right near the, you know, right there near the top. He's actually second in our overall grades. Um, but right behind Justin Jefferson from the Vikings, the rookie who's been just spectacular, but on you know a bit of a smaller sample size. But I think Devontae's right up there near the top. You know, the, I think the most important thing for for receivers getting open, you know, and you see his releases at the line of scrimmage, his shiftiness in and out of routes, his knowledge uh, of how to get open and setting up defenders. I mean, that's that's what you want, right? That's what a quarterback wants. He doesn't want to have to throw contested passes all the time. He likes open receivers, so. Uh, Adams does that as well as anybody, so I think he is right up there in that uh, in that top three conversation. Especially as Julio Jones maybe drops off a little bit, battles some injuries. Uh, you know, Devontae's right up there near the top. Uh, Jamal Williams this past weekend uh, got the start. Aaron Jones was unable to play because of a calf injury. 
Uh, give us the thoughts on on Jamal Williams because we keep talking every time these two guys touch the ball, they seem to make themselves money coming up on contract situations. So give us the thoughts on, on Jamal Williams. I don't know if he's going to be a number one guy in many organizations, but he's certainly bolstering his case for being the two and a really good one-two punch. Yeah, I, I like the way Williams has run the ball this year. I think he's looked a little, you know, crisp, a little bit quicker in general. Uh, they've done some things with him in the past game that I, you know, wasn't really expecting. So I've been impressed so far. You know, he's got, uh, you know, the 17 catches, but, it, you know, I've been impressed with, again, how how he's been used and, and what he's been able to do as far as, you know, making people miss this year compared to other years. So, yeah, he's a good, he's a solid player. And, you know, the running back markets are never that strong because teams don't want to invest in them. But I think Williams is certainly aiding his case with, you know, the way he's played this year. The rest of the, we'll say the weapons that Aaron Rodgers has, Robert Tunyon, you got Mercedes Lewis, Jay Sternberger, the tight end position, Malik Taylor, and, and you go through this whole list of guys that he's had to throw to. I, one of the guys that's, uh, I guess, we're kind of, we've always been waiting to emerge is Marquez Valdez-Scantling, but talk about, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers and the way he's using the guys, the weapons, if you will, around him. I don't know if I'd say they have the best set of weapons or, or grouping of weapons for Aaron Rodgers, but it certainly seems like they're deep, right? Yeah, I mean, I think when you talk about weapons in the NFL, it's as much about skill sets as anything. So you have a Devontae who can do it all, and he's a you know a true number one, and like I said, gets open. But when you have a Valdez-Scantling who has that speed and the ability to get behind the defense, you just you use him in that role. You know, if you tried to make him a high-volume Devontae Adams type of receiver, it's probably not going to work out well. He doesn't have the hands for it. doesn't have the route running for it. But, you know, they've used him, you know, to create those big plays. He should have even more big plays if he, you know, didn't, you know, he dropped what should have been, what, a 60-yarder or something week one, has four drops on the season. But I think they're using Valdez-Scantling in, in, in a good way to try to create those chunk plays. Alan Lazard, when he's healthy, is out there, you know, kind of in that vertical role as well. They use Robert Tunyon well in the middle of the field. So, I just think they've deployed guys who maybe don't have the name value, but deployed them in a way that, you know, plays to their skill sets. And I think that's a big part of why the Packers offense has had so much success. Uh, we're talking with Steve Palazzolo from uh, Pro Football Focus, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. The rest of the division, uh, the Bears uh, obviously did not have a good game uh, offensively against the Rams the other night. Uh, some people look at them as kind of a, you know, paper tiger at this point. I don't know what to make uh, of their offense. I, continually look at it and figure that sometimes I just can't question or I can question the play calling as to how they run things. But where is this Bears team, in your opinion, right now? I, I think their record's a little bit of fool's gold. I mean, they are – they had a ridiculous comeback against the Lions in week one, a ridiculous comeback against the Falcons. You know, they they snuck by the Bucks on Thursday night football in a weird game. You know, I don't I, – I, the fact that they lost the other night the way they did, uh, against the Rams, I thought was kind of you know expected at some point that they were just going to fall back down to earth. I still think that they will. Um, the thing that the Bears do, you know, they play tough defense that they'll that'll keep you in games. But I think Nick Foles is just so inconsistent week to week, so, and, you, and he hasn't had those high peaks. You know, when you when you sign a Nick Foles, it's with hopes that you have those peaks that he's had during his career, including the NFC Championship and the Super Bowl back in 2017. And he hasn't had those. He's just been, you know, a bottom-tier starter, much like Mitchell Trubisky has been. So I think the Bears are limited going forward. They'll just be one of those tough teams that stay close and kind of hope that Nick Foles can put together, you know, or string together some of those high-end games that he's capable of. 
Packers have the Vikings coming in this weekend. What about the Vikings? This is a team that many people thought was going to be vying for the top spot in the division, and it just it, it has been. They've had obviously injuries and such, and some guys like Danell Hunter out for the season. They've traded some guys away, but where is this Vikings team right now? Kirk Cousins not having a good year either. Yeah, I think with the Vikings, it's, they were in a weird spot where they were half rebuilding, but also bringing back a veteran like Cousins. Uh, with some decent talent offensively to uh, you know to compete. So um, ultimately, the defense has let them down because they've got they're relying so much on youth and uh, the Denell Hunter injury, as you mentioned. They can't rush the passer well at all. They've got nobody getting after the quarterback. They just traded Yannick Ngakwe, the only guy that could actually get after the quarterback with some level of efficiency. So um, you know, I think that's part of the the big issue is they they were a, they were so veteran heavy just a couple of years ago, top end defense. They've slowly been depleted on that side of the ball. And then offensively, I think the offense will make them much more competitive for the rest of the season. I think Cousins will be good enough. And you've got, as I mentioned, Justin Jefferson's playing some great football. Adam Thielen, they're just too good offensively as far as the skill position players to not give some teams some trouble. So I think they'll play better than their record has looked to this point. But it's really this youth movement on defense that just hasn't caught on yet. And, you know, has, you know that's why they're giving up so many points. It's, it's been rough on that side of the ball. Uh, before I let you go, the the Lions have climbed back to three and three. Do we start to look over that fence and believe that they're maybe they're maybe just maybe they're starting to turn the corner a little bit? I think they'll make a run. I mean, if you're going to complain about the Packers' schedule, you have to do the same with the Lions. And I think everybody in the division, you know, they're going to play a similar schedule that's on the easier side. But the Lions are going to creep back into it, I think, because of their schedule, because they're going to just beat up on a Jacksonville team and you know stuck by the Falcons last week. So. Um, the Lions are equipped, again, offensively, when Stafford's playing solid football, and he has the last couple of weeks, and you get a Kenny Galladay playing at a high level, you have the playmakers on that side of the ball to put points on the board. So I think that's huge. And their defense is coming around a little bit. They're not playing as much man coverage as they did. Uh, they've mixed it up a little bit. They're scheming things up. They're playing much better up front. So uh, I think the Lions are moving in the right direction. I don't know that they're going to challenge the Packers or anything for the for the division, but I think the Lions are going to make a little bit of a run for a playoff spot here in the second half of the season. Steve, great to chat with you. I appreciate it. We'll talk more, and uh, thanks for joining us for a couple of minutes, okay? Yeah, you got it. Anytime. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Steve Palazzolo, Senior Analyst at Pro Football Focus. You can find him on Twitter at PFF underscore Steve, at PFF underscore Steve, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, hiring drivers. So if you're looking for a new career, you're looking for a career right now throughout the pandemic, maybe a career change. They're hiring. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. It is it is off. Not going to happen. And now what? We'll talk about it next on The Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Glad to have you. And uh, some tough news today if you're a uh, college football fan, specifically Wisconsin. The Wisconsin team, as announced earlier today, they're pausing team-related activities, which means they're uh, sending everybody home, or at least to their their rooms, um, because of positive COVID tests, the elevated numbers. 
I don't know what the specific number is. Somebody asked me, and I knew I, I read 12 at one point, but I don't know if there's been – I would assume there's more than that. But it includes the head coach, Paul Christ. Uh, the Wisconsin game against Nebraska scheduled for Saturday will not be played or rescheduled. So that game will not even happen now. Uh, just an FYI. I, I wasn't sure if they were going to reschedule that or not, but uh, what they are stating is that um, at least according to – I haven't read the, the the entire press release, but at least according to um, you know ESPN when they had it out a little bit earlier that uh, they put it out there that, yeah, indeed, it was, uh, was not going to happen. Uh, the official release, if we can go through this real quick, uh, just said basically the Wisconsin football team is going to pause team-related activities. Team scheduled game uh, against Nebraska not going to be played. The joint decision to pause football activities and cancel Saturday's game was made by the director of athletics, Barry Alvarez, along with the Big Ten Conference. Uh, it, dis- it does say in this release at the bottom there that uh, the game will not be rescheduled. Then it gives you a bunch of quotes as to the disappointment, obviously. Um, of uh, of this of the breaking news as of wednesday morning a total of 12 people with the wisconsin football program had tested positive in the past five days that figure includes six student athletes and six staff members including now head coach paul christ additional test results are pending uh wisconsin's next scheduled game is at home against purdue on november 7th that obviously could be in jeopardy as well uh, Paul Christ and Barry Alvarez will be available uh, later today via Zoom conference. Now, Paul Christ, at least from what I read when he released a statement, he's going to be uh, kind of quarantining at home. And uh, it, it seems anyway that um, that he is, I don't know if he's saying asymptomatic or very few little symptoms uh, of this, but nevertheless, it is something you got to deal with, unfortunately. So, um, so that's what's going on. And in case you're just tuning us in, uh, tough day if you're a Wisconsin Badger because of uh, everything happening right now there. But yeah, it's uh, not the situation you wanted, without a doubt. As the Badgers now, they uh, they have to wait. For clear tests, they've got 21 days for anybody that has tested positive for them to return to the program. I mean, it's 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 tough. Uh, Coach Paul Chris said, I'm disappointed for our players and coaching staff who put, put so much time into preparing to play each week, but the safety of everybody in our program is our top priority, and I support the decision made to pause team activities. So that was the note from Paul Christ uh, just a little while ago as uh, the Wisconsin Badgers uh, made everything official. And it's not going to happen. And uh, it, ironic that Illinois is not having a COVID outbreak, um, by the way. So uh, Illinois, at least as of right now, their players are, are okay because you, you then question whether or not the, the opponent that you just played is going to also then – come down with a lot of positive tests the other aspect of this uh is to the professional side uh, now as far as we know no packers have tested positive but we have had a positive test now in the houston texans organization they have shut down the organizational facility um uh today while additional tests are being conducted and then we will see 
if indeed there are additional positive tests in the Houston Texans organization, and hopefully there aren't any in the Packers organization. Again, I said to myself, and I, I think I've said it time and again on these airwaves, you kind of assumed something was going to happen. You knew, you know, you knew that you were going to have to deal with this at some point. You just were kind of hoping that it wasn't going to be this big, I guess, as far as having to shut everything down. So that's the disappointment in all this. So anyway, uh, getting you up to date. There you go. Uh, let's do this. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what Aaron Rodgers had to say. Um, he's also addressing the media today in his regular Wednesday press conference, so that'll be a little bit uh, more interesting, I would assume. We're also going to hear from David Bakhtiari coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Stay tuned for that. Got a lot more to, to go. Bill Michael show continues coming up right after this. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 